Welcome back everyone to another episode of Rooftop Perspectives. I'm your host Lance Gerv. It seems like it's been a million years since I've been up here but I've been doing so much other things as you can see with the walk and talks and stuff up on the property that you know I have a pretty full schedule but this week I'm going to really put in a lot of good work and content and I want to keep that up for the rest of the year. I don't want it to slack off, but there were things that I had to really deal with. I want to give a big shout out to my brother who I met today at the University of Ghana Hospital. A pleasant brother. He told me he watches all of the videos and I just have to say it's a really good feeling for those who stop me in the street and, you know, give me love, you know, here in the motherland. I, I really appreciate that. It really means a lot to me also. Um, I never thought it can come to this. I'm not looking for attention, but it's nice when just the moment you think you're not being noticed that somebody face-to-face -face comes to you in a new country, because even though I've been here going on three years of September, it's still relatively new to me. I'm still learning a lot of the customs and the mentalities and, and just different cultural things that um, it's, it's, it's really feeling like home when things like that happen. And you get a feel that you are appreciated and you are accepted and that's a really nice feeling of course you have situations that people may not understand you but that goes without saying and so that's why on both sides conversations have to be made so we can understand each other so it could be a plus instead of a minus or some bad experience so I have to say I really feel settled in here and um, it's nice look the planet Earth is ours. We should feel good anywhere we go because we are the, the original people of the planet bar none. Science and our DNA says that. Anyway, I just wanted to say, like with the title, sleep can't help when it's your soul that's tired. And I'm realizing how many people are here on this planet going through so much going through so much actually and going through a lot as far as their perceptions are concerned because if we think something is bad or we think we're stressed even if we're a little stressed or pushed a little bit then it's real for us so we can't deny that person um their reality from their perception we have to just show them that it may not be as bad now, people would say, well, Lance, what do you mean it's not as bad? Even though you, you ran away to Ghana, which I did not run away, I came here because I wanted to come here. This is something that I always wanted to do uh, as far as leaving America, leaving what America has to offer uh, on a destructive level. I saw it and it wasn't for me and I wanted to leave. At one point, I wanted to go to Jamaica. Another point, I said, okay, Ghana. And this is not it. There are other places coming very soon where we will live. So this is part of the journey. But we'll keep quiet about that for now. But saying that, sleep wouldn't help you if it's really a soul that's tired. So let's dig deep into that. We have almost, we're at the verge, what they say, of a world war. They say there are submarines off of the coast of America, Russian submarines that have nuclear capabilities. They say that uh, China says if uh, they move in on Taiwan, which they have ships and stuff set up already right there so close, and the, uh, America interferes with this, 
then they're going to come after America. You have Russia with Ukraine with what's going on with them. I heard that India and Pakistan almost got into it on a nuclear level and we didn't really know about it. They didn't speak much about it. We have the homelessness and, and the fear of homelessness because there's so many people who have lost their jobs or are so stressed and they're about to lose it, they feel. We have many people who are on drugs because they can't cope with the reality that they see in their lives and they feel hopeless. We have people who are doing crimes because they're frustrated that they're not getting there in their life fast enough or they're just greedy that way or they just have to do this crime because they see that there's an only way out, that they have to do things to get money that are not proper. There's so much going on. We have relationships that may stress us. We find ourselves in relationships that we think that, well, this might be the wrong choice. This is the wrong person for me. I made the wrong decision to be with this person. And the other person may disregard that original person and not, they may not be on the same page. We have social media that we escape into like a crack pipe, like a needle in the arm full of heroin, like a molly, any type of drug that's out there because we can take our mind away from our realities. And that's really what it is, that we want to take our mind from the reality, you see? And some of us don't realize that, you know, it's not healthy to be around the very thing that you healed up from, but you go right back. You get that phone call in the middle of the night from an old lover who is so toxic to you, but they can make you feel good on a physical level, but you realize that your soul tying up yourself with this person. When that call comes two o'clock in the morning, here you go going on over there. We're tired, we're worn down. Many of us don't know how to live. Many of us don't understand the art of living. We're not gonna come out of the womb and understand the true art of living where it's so nutritious to us that we have a full package for the next day full of enthusiasm. That childlike feel that we had, that wonderment for the world, that enthusiasm to say, wow, I can't wait. When I get older or next week when I take that test, I'm going to pass it. And then when I get older and I get out of school, I'm going to do this and this and that. And you can't wait to run down the world because you know you're going to conquer the world. Not knowing that this world can be a very toxic place and most often it conquers you. I'm not saying that it's going to do that. Maybe it has already, but it's never too late. You're put here for a reason. You're put here for a purpose. And if you stay in that purpose, you'll always be protected. So the bottom line is, how do we rejuvenate our spirit? How do we rejuvenate our soul? When we're tired, but we gotta disengage and get away from the things of this world. We have to. I don't mean to try to sound like a preacher. I'm not a preacher, but I can see it on a real level. The, the superficial things of this world has no nutrition in it. And we reach for it and we consume it. And we reach for more and we consume it. And we have this caloric rush of, of feeling good for a time when we get the brand new car. We go to bed with the brand new uh, woman or man or whatever you're into. And, you know, it, it just dissipates after a while and we're left with an empty feeling. So all of the effort that we took to go after this new thing of the world was wasted effort. 
because it's not nutritionally sound to the soul. So what do we do? We seek another pleasure or another worldly achievement to give us what we thought we were going to get beforehand with the other thing that let us down. So we fi figure, well, you know, I'll take a week off from work and I'll stay home and sleep. You wake up tired sometimes and oftentimes because the physical sleep is not going to rest your soul. It's not going to rejuvenate your spirit. These things I've learned and for a time, maybe the pleasures of the world were things that I sought out and indulged in en masse. And you quickly learn how things turn over so fast and how the years can go by and you can see yourself getting older and older. Not old if you save yourself from indulging in these things which drain you. But I see people who are my age, a little younger, who look way older than me. And I see myself, I know how I've aged. April 8th coming, the big 6-0, I love it. Because at that point, I'm going to fight even harder, not just to maintain what people would say is a, a youthful glow, because we're made to go back into the earth. But the bottom line now for me is to maintain that youthful spirit and have my soul rested, to be able to do what I need to do on this level before I transition. Because there's always going to be the new car. There's always going to be the shapelier woman. There's always going to be the more handsome dude with the six-pack that drives a drop top and has, has a lot of money. You don't know how he's getting it, right? There's always that next thing that looks so good that looks like it may be the answer to our world. But like they say, the grass is always greener on the other side of the fence. And sometimes it may be. But you can't keep hopping the fence. You might get shot. Going into somebody's yard that you don't belong to and they don't know whether you're a thief or a robber, but you shouldn't be there. Sometimes and oftentimes in this life, you'll find yourself in a reality and you say to yourself deep down, and you don't say this to anybody else, but you think to yourself, am I in the right place? Is this where I'm supposed to be? You know, when I was younger and even now, and most of my life, but there's sometimes in my life I said, this is not where I'm supposed to be. This is not my reality. I went up a wrong road. And you got to have that heart-to-heart -heart talk with yourself and be honest with yourself that this trajectory, this road that you're going up is not the road that you're supposed to go to or go up on. You didn't follow your spirit. You didn't listen to that inner voice. And so you made a choice with your head and you forced this thing because it looked good or you thought it would be good for you, but it doesn't fit right. But what happens when you go to the shoe shop, the shoe store, and you see the prettiest shoes, I'm speaking to the ladies now, or the nicest shoes for the men, but shoes that you like, and you just go ahead and buy them up and come home and realize it's the wrong size. You should have tried it out. You should have thought about it. You should have thought about that decision that you're making. But too often we make a hasty decision, whether it be going on a job, getting into a relationship, moving into a new apartment, making an investment, because the shysters are out here. The shysters are here to rip you off. The shysters are out here to make it where you cannot even think that you're paralyzed and with words thrown at you that appeal to you. And you go ahead just to make the person stop and you realize, I can't afford this money. 
I just spent a whole bunch of money that I really couldn't afford. So what do we do? Well, we got to get away from the things that brought us to this place. Like, like, like the saying goes, you know, you don't want to be around anything that you had to heal from. If you had to heal from it, going back to it is going to bring you in a place of great, uh, a place of being wounded again. So do you heal a cut and take the bandaid off and take a knife and open up the wound again? That's what so many of us do. Many of us don't have the discipline to stay in one state of mind to accomplish the goals that we set out for. And if we can't do that, after time, you'll see that your life, and I don't mean to say anybody's life is a failure, but you'll see a multitude of failures that were never finished. That we die and leave on up out of here and we never finish the thing. All we did was leapfrog from one situation to the other because of the discomfort, discomfort of that situation. And we left and went here. And we left and went there. And after a while, it seems as though the same situations happen, similar to what it was 30 years ago, 40 years ago, depending on how long you lived in this world, 20 years ago, 10 years ago, it always ends up with the same type of situation. And you realize it's not the situation that's bad, it's you who didn't adjust yourself from the inside. And once you make those adjustments, you will cut through life like a hot knife through butter. It'll be much more easier. And you do it with less discomfort because you know yourself and you know your limits and you know what you will tolerate and what you won't tolerate because you have a certain standard. I have no problem right now speaking my mind because there comes a time in your life where you learn just not to care. You can't care for every situation in your entire life and I don't mean to be cold-hearted toward the people you love. No, I don't mean that. But the people who are those borderline entities in your world that lean in when they want something and pull back when they don't want to be bothered with you. You have to learn not to care for these energies. I didn't say necessarily people, but the energies that they possess because only when they get right with themselves can you vibe with them. But if they're not right with themselves, how could you take them in to your inner circle? You're going to take in a problem. Don't give me a gift. Come to my front door and hand me a gift in a box when the box is full of roaches. It may be a nice gift, but if it's full of roaches, I don't want the roaches now that's going to invade my clean home. And this is how many people are. They look like a good deal to bring into your life, but they bring their, their baggage with them. And now you find yourself taking care of their baggage. This is not a charity. Your life is not a charity. And again, when I say the word selfish, most people think, oh, that's bad. You're selfish. No, I've learned to be selectively selfish in my life. And it's not about being selfish where I'm a non-giving person. Or I give a lot of myself. But when I say this, being selectively selfish, I mean plugging up the holes that leak out your life force and your energy that render your grand goal useless and you don't even accomplish anything. And these people that have taken from you a bit here and a bit there, undetectable to you, it's like you're running a store. 
and you don't realize how much shoplifting is going on and you're making so much money but you see very little profit until you set up to find how much of your merchandise is shrinking how much is being taken away we know some stuff can be damaged maybe some milk falls down on the ground and spills all over the place but what can you do about that you have insurance for these things but you need to monitor yourself like that store to find out how much is being taken away from you that you can recoup and, and find yourself in a better place instead of being so worn down and tired. Your soul is tired. And you go to sleep and you wake up just as tired. That is no way to live unless now you have some type of physical ailment that you need to look out for. And if it's that way, check yourself out. But if they find nothing wrong with you on a physical level, it's a spirit thing. It's a soul thing. It, it's, it's an energy thing. There are too many hands in your pot. You dish out and dish out and feed the masses around you and you look in the pot, there's one grain of rice. See? So, do yourself first and do yourself a favor. Pay yourself first. I'm not just saying with money, but pay yourself first, meaning that take care of yourself before you can take care of anybody else. That's very, very, very important. Because, see, people will want to put a pin to your balloon that's rising and it has helium in it so you can fall and sit and stay right with them. Because they'll keep you where they are. Especially when you have enthusiasm to go higher and they don't. So you should not be a victim to somebody else's low expectations of themselves. They want you to be a part of the loser club. And I'm not here in a condescending way calling anybody a loser. We've all lost, but it doesn't mean we're losers. You're a loser when you throw out what goals you may have had in the past and don't want to be bothered with any other uh, 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 progress and you don't want anybody else to have progress. That's what makes you a loser. You can, you can lose all you want yourself, but now you want others to not have what you have. Or what you could have had. I'm sorry. <laughs> you don't want others to have what, 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 what they want to go after. And you don't want for yourself. I'm not going to take that out. So the thing. I'm very guarded in what's around me. I'm very guarded on the psychic battles that happen around us. The fear mongering in the media. The people who echo the fear-mongering. Yes, you must know the positioning and the facts of what's going on in the world at every present moment. But it shouldn't be where now you're full of fear. Because we got to understand that there are entities that we don't even see that's out here that's feasting and feeding off of us. We don't understand that. And that World War III is not just a war with tanks and bombs and cyber attacks. It's a spiritual war that's going on, and we are right in the middle of it. Have you sometimes felt you're laying down in a bed, you got a good night's sleep, you feel this and you know this, but as soon as you wake up, really all the way wake up, and move forward and about throughout the day, you feel as though you have a hundred pound weight on you. You feel as though your legs don't move as fast or as strong. You eat your food and it's packed with nutrition 
and you don't feel like you're fed. You don't feel like you're nourished. This is part of World War III on a spiritual level. And the actual uh, positioning of the world's war with man, could that be maybe, I'm not saying, could that maybe a big distraction to have us focusing on these things while the real World War III on a spiritual level is happening? Could this be one big distraction? All of these people in countries positioned for war. The threat of the banks closing, which you had Silicon Valley Bank and you had uh, Signature Bank in New York, they crashed. Was this something now to put fear in everybody else? Have them grabbing for their money and cause a real collapse and one thing after another? And it's a spiritual warfare going on, but we're on man's level in man's engineered world thinking about those things as opposed to what we need to be thinking about the things in the spirit that we're lacking and we're being drained because of the fear. Is that, is that the ultimate sight game that's going on? It's crazy. It really is crazy. We make sure that this thing, yeah, it's connected. It's just that the wind is blowing so much it's throwing off my little meter there. And even when I'm not talking, I can see those graphs jumping. I'm like, wait a second. Is it connected? Yes. Is it a big distraction? You know, is that the real World War Three? Let's not even put a number on it. Is that, is that the real uh, what they call end times, which we know that this world, this planet is not going to end. We know it's the order that's going to end. But so many of us who say this don't really feel it and acknowledge it all the way because we fall into the fear mongering. I'm going to have a great day every single day until I need to know that maybe there's something drastic that I have to do in response to what's going on in the world. Until then, I'm not going to sit here, oh, oh, oh my God, they're coming, the bombs, oh, the money's collapsing. Look, I'm looking at mangoes right now down the road on the tree. There's a bunch of mango trees around here, even though this is the edge of the actual city, and the mountains are over there behind me, or in front of me, to the side of me. If the money collapses, is that mango tree going to start charging me for, for, for getting mangoes off the tree? No. If I go down to the streams and take some water, is the stream going to reach out and say, no, the water can't go in your bucket because there's a bug on me? Yeah, because, you know, we got to charge you. And charge you with what? Man's money that collapsed? Let it collapse. I don't care. Let it collapse. It never cared about me. It doesn't care about you. The physical money that they print up, print up, print up. It, that, that's not real. The money's not real. We, we run after it and we're being duped because we're not getting anything of value. We need to take that money while they say it has value and purchase something of value and purchase something that will keep us, keep us sustained for a long time and live in nature. Trees, fruit trees, roots that grow under the ground, potatoes and yams and things that you can pull out and eat that keep feeding you year after year after year. Invest in that. People that say, oh, we got to invest in this stock and that stock. Hey, do it if you want to. You know, I did a little cryptocurrency and got a little money out of it. It's locked up now. Well, so be it. I got what I needed out of it. If you think that that's the only way that you can gain in this world by playing a man's system, then you're not thinking about nature. You're not thinking about getting away from it because we have too much fear. And they're sucking our energy because of the fear. I am where I want to be. I am positioned where I want to be and where I need to be, and I'm so happy for that decision. Maybe what I did for my life is not the decision 
that you want to make for yours. Maybe you might not be a good fit. The pair of shoes that I went into the shoe store and got that fit me perfectly because I made a decision and tried them on. If you run and get the same thing, it may not work out. It may be too small for you. It may be too big for you. We all have to think about our individual lives and too many of us are following behind everybody else on what they're doing. It may not be a good fit for you. I couldn't see myself in America right now. I'd be so frustrated right now because I know I don't belong there. Never did. I'm grateful for the experience to teach me, uh, you know, the wisdom that I have for the experiences that I've had. But there comes a time where you must break away and, and, and go where your heart tells you, where that inner voice tells you. It guides you. Maybe I would look a whole lot older right now if I was still over there. Right? But physically moving is not always the answer. Because there are people who have physically moved over here and they looking mighty old. People ask me, that dude, he's really younger than you, man. I thought he was 10 years older than you. Homeboy is looking like he's 70 years old. You, what? I don't believe it. It's how you live. No matter what you spew out of your mouth, it's how you live and how you think and what's in your heart. You got to keep it pure. But you have to be true to yourself. If garbage rolls in my yard, I'm going to burn it or get rid of it or run it away. I don't want to deal with nobody else's garbage. I don't want to deal with anybody else's toxicities. I don't want to deal with anybody else's dysfunctions. I'm too busy cleaning off my own. I can't be of help to you if I don't help myself first. But if you don't want to take care of what you got to take care of, keep it over there in your yard. Don't bring it over here to mine. Because right now, I'm feeling as high as I've ever felt. I'm feeling as good as I've ever felt. And like I said, just to be, just to be, I don't have to go and achieve this to prove nothing to nobody. I know what I have inside of myself. Our motivation shouldn't be based on pleasing somebody externally. Of course, if you go to a school and get a degree and you please your parents or you please the people, or if that's the way you want to go, more power to you. I'm never against anybody elevating themselves. It's better than going out there and doing a crime or putting somebody down. If you made a goal for your life and you reached it, it's a great thing, no matter what the world may say. It may not be for me, but it's for you. But what you did for you may help me down the line because you did what you did and now you're on a higher level to know this certain area of expertise. Mine may be different. So we can all move in unison. But as long as you make the decisions based on your life and you listen to your inner voice and you're not influenced by some person who's trying to control you to keep you down or to keep you from shining because they tried and they may have failed but they don't want to do it anymore and they just want to stay in this one spot and for you to go high pulls the covers off of them. You see, when you're motivated, it's a hell of a thing. Because people will resent you when you are motivated because it shows their lack of motivation. If they're happy living a nondescript life according to their standards, so be it. I'm not mad at you. I don't do what I do to show anybody up. I do it because it comes from the heart. I'm listening to my inner voice. Right? And it's not for attention, but like I said, when you come to a new country and multiple people in a day, more and more, in increasing level, tell you what you're doing is good and they admire what you're doing and they can feast from it 
and feed from it on a spiritual level, man, that's, that's, that's the ultimate. To know you're really touching people and to know that there have been entities that have done everything in their, in their power to stop you. They don't want to see you do what you do. They tell you you should stop. You're not living in America no more that you should stop and live the good life. Well, this here for me is the good life. This is what I struggled through working two jobs or 11 hours a night, driving the bus, working in the jail, working in prisons, all this stuff, and saying, man, when I have extra time, when I have full time to do what it is that I'm called to do, I'm going to do it. You see, people say they want to do something when they have the full time in their, in their retirement, right? And when they get retired and have all the time in the world, they off doing all kind of crazy things and don't even start or continue the things they profess that were in their heart to do. They just want to whatever. And, and if you do that and you're not happy with the results, then you did it to yourself. Whatever it is that we're going through, we did it to ourselves. I didn't do it to you. Don't be mad at me. But like I said, there comes a time where I see where you're going to have to see fit just to not care. Because there'll be these people roping you in, these invisible strings and soul ties. And don't think that soul ties are something that only comes from sexual intercourse. Or anything that results in an orgasm or arousal or some type of closeness. You can have people around you and you can have a soul tie with someone who you think is your friend, but they're not. You can have a soul tie with somebody at work that you get along at work and it seems innocent. There's nothing sexual, it's nothing whatever, but there's a bond there. All bonds are not bad. But those that you don't understand that take from you, yes, they are bad. So clean house and find out what it is that's pulling you down and stick to the things that are pulling you up. And always listen to the inner voice because it will never lead you wrong, right? Anyway, it's been a pleasure once again to be back up on the rooftop. I hope I made sense. I was kind of rambling there because my mind starts thinking these things and it gets stimulated and I want to keep going on and okay, we made that point and I got to make this point. I want to talk all the talks at one time. So I'm all over the place and you all know that. That's how my brain works anyway. We got some good shows tonight, good shows tomorrow. And I invite anyone who is of, of a higher vibration, if you have anything that you want to share on this platform, you hit me up. My contact information is below. Lance at lancecurve.com 407-590-0755. I'm in Accra, Ghana, but if you call me direct, I have an app that takes the call through at no extra charge so all of you people who are about the positivity and not the bs and not the false wanting to hear themselves talk let me know we can get down because this is what we're going to have to do for each other because there's a whole lot of negativity in the world and those of us who are positive we need to stick together and make our goals come true and support each other and it always doesn't mean money it's the word of encouragement checking on the person vibing that's what it's all about because world war three is here it may come in the form of bombs and tanks and nuclear this and that and cyber attacks but if that doesn't happen you best believe that it's here on a spiritual level lance curve out just want to say salute to my brothers much love Mwah. to my sisters stay with the positivity and let me know what kind of content you want to have what kind of conversations we should have i'm open to it all I just want to let you know you're very, very precious to me. Landscape out.
Peace.